to be here with Tom from Lewitt. Tom, tell us about yourself and, and about Lewitt and what's going on here. You want the full story? Yeah, give us yeah. the whole thing. Uh, okay, so uh, my name is Tom Popperoth. I'm one of the owners of Lewitt Green Company. Uh, we started about 2009 in my garage. Uh, the short, I guess the short condensed version was me and my business partner, Devin, um, we just decided we wanted to brew and not work for anybody else. <laughs> I mean, I'd make a beer would be fun. So uh, we were dumb enough to go for it and uh, started brewing in the garage, learning about beer. Took a couple of homebrew classes from Bader's, uh, Red Books, then started collecting equipment. Uh, so we had old dairy tanks, we had kegs we bought from Two Town Cider House that were old Nikasi tanks in each other's garages, in my sister's garage, um, all with this goal of opening this place up. And uh, it took about five years or so of us planning and all that kind of crap. Finally we got in touch with uh, actually Lee Rafferty from the BBA, okay. the former head of the BBA. She found this place. Um, we managed to swindle a business loan and <laughs> open the doors. And uh, wow. you said it took yeah. about five years from kind of inception to physically yeah, getting the from being drunk in a swimming pool, thinking that this would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, starting in a swimming pool. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah. We must blow up ones too. Well, great yeah. ideas too. Yeah. <laughs> Not a nice one, like at a resort. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you guys weren't alone in this in this idea of starting, you know, a craft microbrewery. The BDA behind you. Uh, that's a good point. That's but awesome. you guys have really survived, and you've grown, and you've managed to expand. You think, like, how have you managed to keep up with your own growth as you guys have gotten into the downtown institution that you are today? Uh, that's a good question. It's been rough. Uh, there's been a few years where it's scraping by. Uh, I think a lot of it goes to a huge, a huge deal of it is our customer base. So people come here to the tasting room and you know just keep us afloat that way, especially like during the pandemic and stuff. Sure. Uh, and then it's just trying to be innovative. Uh, I, I would say that we don't try to be ahead of the curve, just try to find the good spot in that wave to ride it. Um, so that kind of helps, and then a lot of luck. Like, uh, 
you know. Speaking, uh, of, luck, speaking yeah. of luck, um, I know you guys you guys pay a lot of homage and respect to one of the older breweries from the from Vancouver area, the Lucky Lager, right? Yeah. And and how does that incorporate and tie into your guys' whole the theme and stuff? I notice you guys just do a lot of stuff to incorporate that and I don't know too much of a story from them and stuff. So Lucky? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lucky, I don't remember the original brewery that was prior to Lucky, there was a name for it. But uh, then Lucky opened and they were here for years and years and years and it was a stable like that. You know, the round building downtown that used to be have a big L on it for Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, this old building right down here, it's uh, the Boomerang Therapy Works that's closed now and it's going to be a hotel there. Uh, that's actually their old cellar place and all the walls are 12, oh, interesting. 12 inch thick. Wow. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I got a phone call. That was stupid. So, I guess it's just that Vancouver does have that history of breweries, and it's really, really old. Yeah. It's actually the first brewery in this region, including Portland, uh, was, you know, the first brewery was at the four. Wow. So, yeah. And you guys have been a staple down here for a long time. I would say you're probably the longest-running brewery down here right now, right? Uh, Is there anywhere else that's... I mean, us and Heathen are right at okay. the same time. Gotcha. So that would be kind of neck and neck. Yeah. Tabor, who's in Flida now. Okay. And, and well, their place, their pub is in Flida. They have a place in Portland again. But sure. they opened a year before us. Oh, okay. And uh, by but, meeting Eric from him is kind of what helped us open this too. Yeah. So. And I'm, I'm starting to, I mean, you guys are obviously a, a big staple in Vancouver, but I'm starting to see your stuff everywhere I go. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, in cans and all your can designs are like amazing and stuff like that. So how, do you, how do you figure out, like do you use local artists or how do you figure out your can designs? Uh, so are any of our one-off beers, They're great. <laughs> any of our one-off beers typically are done by our brewer, Ramil. Um, so like the Bruja or P90 or uh, Lucas Mons, the new one, they're, they're all done by Ramil. But, for our core lineup, we have an artist named Kyle Scholl, also that design work. Cool. We kind of start with a name um, for the beer, and then we work forward from there. So, like Warp Rider, I'm a huge Star Trek geek. Devin wanted BMX shit in it. Cool. Uh, and, uh, so, now it's like... I'm an old time, BMXer too. It's like a time traveling BMX, dude. It's awesome. really the story behind that. That's perfect. Thing, so, yeah. I love that. That's perfect. That's just, um, and I know Andre just came out with a can too. I'm dying to try this beer. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Right. I, I'm just, I, I don't mean to push the conversation, but speaking about Andre Rojas. Yeah, yeah. Rosas, another good friend of ours. Yeah. Which, so what, uh, I'm sorry, which one are we going with first? This is the Bruja. This is the Bruja. This is the Mexican lager. So this yes. is one of the new releases. Yep. And just to, just to back up, we do want to mention that you guys, you know, you, you are established, you export a lot. You have some flagship brews that are out there that are common. And uh, Shadow Shinobi. Yeah. And also the lager. And... Uh, we're not repeating those today because we did, we, we did them out of cans. We, we have done them. So check out our last podcast and stuff. We gave great reviews to those. So, but, but definitely check those beers yeah. out. However, we're going to try to get something that's a little more on the side for it today. Yeah, we got some yeah, yeah. different stuff today. Well, yeah. cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. Yeah, yeah. Bruja, Mexico. Yeah. Very nice. I don't drink a lot of... Lighter, cold pilsners, Mexican lager, stuff like that. I'm, I'm a big IPA fan. You've heard that before. You know that. Yeah. Um, this is super refreshing, and on a hot day, this is 
way over the IPA. Which today is a very hot day. For yeah. an overcast day? For an overcast day in late September? Second day of fall. Yeah. It's very light and crisp. It's got a, like, a hint of sweetness to the back end of it. Like, sure. It's very, very good Mexican It hits yeah. me like Modelo Espanol. Mm -hmm. Special, right? yeah. Is that the one? The yeah. white crinkly thing? Yeah. It has, it definitely has the maltiness to it, but it goes, you know, nobody wants to use the term skunky at all. It's but it, it has a little bit of it, and it, yeah. it does. Now, would you pair that? Would you put a lime in yours, or is that enough? I would totally do that. Yeah. Like, I had it, uh, somebody asked for it the other day, we haven't had limes in the kitchen, so I cut up lime. It's like, Excellent with lime and salt. But like it doesn't mean it, obviously. It's an yeah. easy drinking beer. It, it makes me want to watch soccer or something like that. Like it's really easy <laughs> drinking and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like a Modelo. Like you just yeah. you're just down Modellas and stuff like that. This, this is for me is at the beach on a nice day. Yeah. This is what yeah. I want. This is yeah, what I want. This is what I want. Long. You don't want What's to have the IPA on this guy? Uh, it's four something. Four seven. Four yeah. seven or so. I think so. Yeah, something like that. That's actually very easy. Four seven. That's great. Oh, and Garrett's back with more. No, we got more coming along. So you mentioned uh, Baders, and they're actually in our, we're doing uh, a podcast there in November um, with Quentin, he now owns Baders and stuff like that. He's going to take us through, like, the, it's so awesome that you guys started in that, like, learning how to brew for Baders and going from there. So that's like a success story for them, just going into that podcast. But what was that? I mean, now you have this big barrel room, you have everything, you do everything on site, I believe. Yeah. What was that process like? Like, how do you find like a good brewer? How do you find like what? What's that? Like, yeah, because I presume you and Devin aren't really necessarily back there doing it. I mean, massive takes back there. Like, where do you acquire all this? You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to uh, real quick to uh, yeah, we opened it thinking we're gonna brew beer. We ended up being business owners. Yeah, you know, is kind of what happened. And then you also to to succeed in the brewing industry. For a while there, you could be okay in Vancouver, and yeah. people would still drink, drink it. But I think now to open, you have to have like really good stuff out of the gate, and the way you get that is by hiring people that are better than you or being really, really good. Either one. So we hired people that were better than us, and it was uh, Landon, who's the head brewer, found us um, real quick, and uh, he was in college at the time, and was just kind of like, hey, I want to intern, I want to intern. Every year, I want to intern, I want to intern. And finally, we had uh, enough enough money to, to pay for him and, and bring him in here. And it, uh, after a while, he became head brewer. He's killing Man, it. Man, he kills it. He yeah. does, like, yeah. yeah. All your beers are so good. I've never had a Lewitt beer that I didn't like. That's and that's good. And that's just goes to show like how you have <laughs> I made it, yeah. <laughs> also, I haven't, I, I mean, I haven't crawled your menu too, too much. I stick to like the three or four that I know I like. Right. That's like, the thing, you know, yeah. there's there's so much to offer that you guys do. Yeah. And yeah. you do experimental stuff, you age stuff in whiskey barrels. Sure, yeah. You have a lot of fun with all of that. That's, yeah. Where, what were your influences for wanting to drink a diverse and different kind of beer? Like, uh, Did you just have fun homebrewing? I homebrewed for years and years and years. It's a blast. Yeah. To add on to that, do you have a preferred style? I like IPAs. IPAs yeah. are your go-to. Okay. Yeah. And I think that our brewery excels at IPAs. I really do. Uh, it's I think the Shinobi is like the most well-known IPA. I think out of Vancouver. He's red ale, too. Yeah, that's part of that luck I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 We, 
we tried and tried and tried with the first three iterations of that sucked. Uh, and then we just threw a massive dry hop in it and it worked. So, uh, so over time, we've all our recipes change over time. So we're never happy with just the way it is. If we can make it better, we will. So and why stay stagnant? I mean, yeah. that's great to keep constantly trying to strive for a, a better product and or just maybe newer, fresh, and different. You know what I mean, yeah. which is great. Like that. That's what keeps yeah. people coming back. Like yep. you said, that great customer. Yeah, it might take years for it to change a little bit, but you know, we, we used to start with a, a, a base malt, so that's the majority of your malt of beer. All being Maris Otter, which is an English malt. Okay. And All you used was Maris Otter? Yeah. So you didn't use domestic Turo or anything? No, just um, Maris Otter, uh, rye, and Vienna malt. Uh, and, uh, no, it's Crystal 20. Crystal 20, sorry. Uh, and over time, we realized, oh, we can exchange the mobile, which is really expensive, for a pale ale, UK pale ale mall. And then we realized, ah, we want this crisper, so changing it to uh, a Washington Select from Great Western, which is a two-row, but it's a nice two-row. Yeah. Over time. Small, small little tweaks yeah. over here. Yeah. And I'm sure that helped your price point as well. It did. It did. Yeah. 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 it in like yeah. that. It makes yeah. perfect sense right there. Yeah. That's Ooh. awesome. And, and how, like... I guess a two-part question. One, how is the brewing community in Vancouver? Do you guys work together? Is there a lot of like interaction and stuff? Good question. Yeah. And and two, do you have a lot of people, new brewers that are that are coming, you know, approaching you guys and saying, "Hey, can you walk us through this process, or what does this look like, and stuff like that?" Sure. I imagine there's a lot of that with how popular you guys are and how big you guys are now. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, first off, that's part of the reason to become a brewer is the brewing community is just so tight-knit. Like, we're all just brothers and sisters. If somebody's got a problem, they can call any of us and be like, hey man, I can't figure this out. And our email, the whole guild, we have our own guild here. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that we created for, for the north bank of the Columbia River, so for southwest Washington. Because the majority of uh, beer in Washington is centered in Seattle. That's sure. where the guild is centered. So we got together and banded together and created that. Um, so yeah, we all work together. Uh, and it's it's really, really a great community. Um, and uh, other thing you heard, the other question was? Oh yeah, they, uh, how many, like a new, like if, if I'm trying to get into the brewing, and did you get a lot of those, like people walking in, like, hey, how do I, how do I start this? How do I do not so much anymore. It yeah. used to be a lot. It used to be a lot. And uh, if anybody was really serious, they'd get my email, Devin's sure. email, they can get Lane's email, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Um, anybody out here is interested, can email us, info at louisbrewing.com. And if you want to uh, start your own brewery, these are the guys to kill their brain. Get your tips early, learn from the best. Because, like you said, where do you get tanks? Where do you get that? Like, those are huge questions. Y'all have to figure that all out. Like, yeah, and when we first started, it's like, where do we get a pump? Where do we get a heat exchanger? And if you go online, it's like you're looking at like food grade, a hundred thousand dollar models, shit like that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, everything's food grade, but yeah. uh, you know, for a big factory. Yeah. So it's just about knowing people and asking. Sure. Them. Right. Yeah. And when you so. describe your guild, I mean, that is a technical term, right? Yeah. You guys literally created a guild level organization here. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. The North Bank yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that is catch. Awesome. Yeah. 
So its its purpose is to support the local brewing community, to educate, um, yeah. you know, to, to help each other. That, that is the ethic of this podcast, is really to highlight where and how yep. Vancouver clicks like that. Yep. And since we do love our beer, it's great that we know there's a basis for that. Yeah. There's a lot of places you go that competition is a word that's thrown around there. That's not something here. We, it's we, not. All, we love yeah. support each other. Yeah. And it's because the market's not saturated, and it surely isn't tapped. No, no, it's not. No, no. Northwest has got some of the best beers you'll find no. out there. I'll tell you that. Before. And it's hop season. Yeah. So we're, we're really excited. So you guys excel at IPAs. It is fresh hop season. Oh, we got coming up right here. Yeah, we do. This we is that, this this that Lando. This is the land. This Land-o. is the Lando Hopperisian. Lando Hopperisian. Yeah. Fresh hop with centennial. Centennial. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. That's a beer I Fresh hop is so much any fun. day of the week. Yeah. They're so good. Wow. I, it's, what is it, about a month into fresh hop season so far? I, I think about a month ago is when I had my first one. I don't know if it's, that's what I love about fresh hops, is that you get that, you get the clear definition of the hop itself. Yeah. I don't know if it's that I love Centennial so much, or if Louis just really just does that kind of a job. Yeah. <laughs> this might be one of my favorite fresh hops of the season. They're Besides really that, good. I'd say Ex Nova, maybe the mm-hmm. Elliott IPA, the first version, which I, I can I can't don't quote me. I don't remember what the first hop they used on that. Centennial. Centennial. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, maybe you got a favorite one. I think Centennial is. That's your hop, man. I think so. It's I, a very old school sea hop. And yeah. that's what I really love about the fresh hop seasons that you get. It's like a single origin espresso for me. I work at a coffee yeah. shop. So when you get a blend, it's great. It, 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 everything is balanced out. You get a sure. little bit of everything, right? But when you go with a, you know, a fresh hop or, or just a single hop sort of thing like that, you're really honing in on that hop itself, those flavors. Yeah. What distinguishes fresh hop from your normal process, other than the time of year? Uh, so yeah, so either if you're using a whole leaf hop, it's going to be dried in drying beds and then packaged into bales. Um, you uh, most most a lot of breweries some still use a whole leaf hop, uh, but most of us around here use a, a pelletized hop. So it goes through a process to turn into a little pellet. It looks like a random, um, and then that's that's what a fresh hop is picked that day, fresh off the vine, fresh off the vine, and wet. And it, it is. I mean, we have Jason go down and grab them. From the smell of it, he was almost high on the way back. Because <laughs> you know, it was like ten boxes of fresh. They're huge. I know? was going to ask. You use a lot more hops when it comes to the fresh hop process. Uh, n- not necessarily. Okay. It's just that they're so much bigger. Like if you take if you take ten pounds of pellets, sure. Versus ten pounds of like fresh hops. There's a lot of water. Yeah, there's a lot of water in them. Okay, and then we don't. Uh, our process, we don't just throw them in the kettle and boil them. Yeah. We, we do the boil and all that stuff, then we put all the fresh hop in the mash tun and we transfer all the wort from the kettle back to the mash tun because it acts as a, a filter essentially. Gotcha. Let it sit there, stir it up a little bit, then drain it, it back. Over the tanks. Oh, yeah, that's really a science, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. A little bit more monotonous of a process. Because you wouldn't want to boil. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to boil the fresh shots. No, no, Why no. not? Yeah, you can pull too much resin off them. Okay. So it's, it's just you'll degrade the flavor. Like the whole, yeah, the whole thing about it is uh, just to not. It's delicate, you know. So you don't want to. 
you don't want to treat it with that much heat. Yeah. Well, like Sheldon was saying, the fresh hops are really hitting really good this season, and your guys' fresh hops is probably on top of this. I have to say, it's so, so this good. Is, this is fantastic. Lewitt, come in, try the fresh hops, and Green's a wrap. They've been. Yeah, one other track wasn't too bad. Breakside, yeah. Breakside is a is a phenomenal brewery. They, you know, so that's another one of my favorites. I have to confess, Tom, that I've had a number of pints of this already. Yeah. Right. And one of the things I find is throughout, like since it's made until now, the profiles change oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I know that that's a normal process with beer, but this is this is very noticeable how. Is that the delicacy? I guess you're talking about like there's a lot going on there, and it seems to like it seems to be very receptive to time, yeah. oxidation, and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Um, you'll probably have a well, not necessarily, but uh, I was gonna say a different experience can, but not really. Uh, no, it's it's totally about the change of the hop in the beer. Yeah, sure. Um, something we learned from Breakside mm -hmm. uh, during a uh, conference was that they would take. Their, their like their flagship IPA and just set it aside and they test it like after two months after three months after a week after two weeks what's changing what off is coming through what's so like chemically analyzed test it or just more the taste, super taste for the taste they probably did a little bit of the like chemical stuff but um, it's predominantly taste so we kind of follow suit with our beers so we'll hold them and and then taste them again and be like, okay, all I'm tasting right now is like Centennial and all the uh, Zama or Mosaic has gone out of this beer. They found that like Simcoe's can become predominant over time. Um, the, the lining in the can can absorb some aroma okay. and stuff like that. So sure. there's all kinds of changes. It's here. crazy. I just learned about a year ago about checking actually the can dates on stuff here. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like... It was after I had a, a beer that I normally very much enjoy, and I, I did enjoy it second time around. And uh, it was somebody, one of our uh, good buddies, Johnny Valencia, actually. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, and he said it was probably candy. And I learned that from the beer artist on Facebook. Like, and, the, and I the found beer that it was yeah. almost, yeah. Yeah. it was canned a year was, prior to me drinking. Yeah, oh. and that's what it changed. Here's it's not one. It changes it, the whole flavor. It changes every bit of it. So. Yeah. Um, Make sure to check your candidates out there, boys. Yes, that's true for IPAs, for sure. Yes, for IPA, I, IPA right. guy. Yeah, okay. And if you're coming to stouts and stuff, you can actually get a way better beer. Out of age. Yeah. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's the sort of stuff. Like, I'm an IPA. So, again, yeah, IPAs, check the candidates. Quarters. That's, <laughs> why they, that's why they do barrel aged stuff. Does right? it work yeah. like wine where it depends on where they're stored? Like if they're stored somewhere too warm, is it going to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Dark, sure. light, yeah. Is yeah. anything like that? There's some. Well, uh, like a bottle, the barrel aged. Like I've been into some very, very like hot and big and some beers that it doesn't matter if it's like. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the stacked up just local yeah. beers and stuff, and they just weren't good. Yeah. I assumed it was because it was just. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it can definitely take oh, a toll totally on beer, for yeah. sure. Like, uh, there was a thing years ago where if you, if you have a, a cake that's been untouched, cold, and it's just been cold, a good, you know, year, let's say a mid-range beer, a good year is no problem, but if it's out warm, you're looking at three months. Sure. So, yeah, it plays a role and stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's let's try this next beer, and then I want to get into a little bit of it's like food options and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. But all right, so we're moving towards the darker beer now. This is yeah. your Grimlock Rye Porter. Yes. 
And this has won a couple medals, but the recent one is this year, right? Yeah, so we just won a bronze at GABF. So it's and that's the Great American Murderville Fest? Yeah, it's a great American Murderville Fest. Awards, yeah, this one's got quite a few medals behind it. Yeah, it? I don't remember how many. I want to say that there's seven or eight. <laughs> that's a good sign. Uh, that's, I'd have to go look at the sheet right now, but it, it, it won. They're on a board behind us. Yeah. I'm going to take a look. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, you, you maybe you can see the camera too. You have to walk up there. Uh, it, it's like 19 of them. More than 10 fingers. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's won gold a few times. Yeah, Washington Brewer Awards. Um, it's won GABF and uh, won silver at World Beer Cup. It's our most metal beer by far. Awesome. And the funny story about the beer is that it's what we call a kitchen sink beer. So it's us just cleaning our grain shelf. Really? Yeah. And so the original iteration of it was us just grabbing everything off the brain shelf and throwing it in. And choking. No, no. <laughs> and it's a good way to make a good stout. Uh, and it, I think it had like 19 or 20 different grains in it to start. It turned out really good. We sent it in. It won World Beer Cup. And we were like, we have to remember how to make this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, beautiful yeah. accident. Yeah, we, do it. we took a, a bit and scaled it down from 20 grains to like... Yeah. Again, IPA drinker, not a big pork, pork guy, but like toasty, maybe a little bit of coconut going on yeah. there. I, I, yeah. Chocolatey notes as well. It makes me want fall, for sure. It, it makes yeah. me want some colder yeah. weather because this would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a good beer. A nice snowy day or something like that. Cheers, absolutely. Yeah. This is bringing some good beer. This is really nice. Good. This is a nice, really nice so since you're an IPA guy, I want you to try something next summer. Okay. When it's really hot, get a nice cold stout. Like one that's frothy, it's like a milkshake. Yeah. It's great to eat. You say that you're an IPA drinker, I'm going to take your word. Okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's, that's all it is. You know what I mean? salt. I mean, normally I'd be like, get out of here with that. You're a brewer. I'm talking about yeah. a great brewer. And you like IPAs. I think I can trust you on that one. Right. I think I'm just going to go ahead. Throw that out there too. Yeah, yeah. But this is this is by no means a stout, right? Like this is definitely a porter. It's definitely a porter, yeah. And what defines a porter and a stout? If I, okay, I don't know if that's a weird question. No, it's, it's it's a very good question. Okay, it tends to be the body on it and right. it's ABV. So so the level of ABV and the body as it being like maybe as a porter, maybe a stout being a little bit more texture on yeah, the yeah. on the on the, yeah. on the palate where this is it goes down very smooth. It doesn't feel like heavy, I guess yeah, that yeah. is the right word. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So a, a stout typically is a, a bit of a heavier beer, a, a more of a rich mouthfeel, that kind of thing yeah. to it. Uh, you might feel like a little bit more full, um, but they can they can go the other way. Like uh, Guinness is Irish stout, and Irish sure. stout that's four point two. Right. You know, and so it's mostly the color. Yeah, yeah, it's you know you really deep dark and. Typically a little bit more ABV and just a bigger body. I like the, I really like the roasted quality of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so it it comes across as finishing pretty dry. Yeah. Even though there's a, I know there's a lot of malt in this, but it just it closes very nicely yeah. on my palate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
it's 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 a good like I said it's it's a good like autumn beer and I feel like a lot of new beer drinkers I don't know if you guys experience this especially micro beer drinkers they kind of go to the stouts and the porters first just to like well, get the IPAs can do so much like punch you in the face with bitterness with the hoppiness IPA it's just, is like, a little work up it's, it's an yeah. yeah. kind of thing like right off yeah. the bat you try and they're like this is good right you like it you like but even Great. I started on, on stuff like this, mm. you know, started drinking, when I moved out here, started drinking like porters and stouts. And no, when you were a wee little lad. When I was a wee little lad, yeah. yeah. Back 20 years ago, yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff, but yeah, this is a really, really good, if you guys are into this, and now that fall's hitting, I mean, today it's really hot, but now that fall's hitting, if you guys are into... You know, Stouts Porters, this is a really, really We're good probably going to try to make sure that you see more of them. Yeah. Because they are coming around, and this is the time for them. And I, I know that they have, gosh, they probably got three other dark beers. Jeremiah, we saw this Blue Bob. Oh, Blue Bob? No worries. Um, <laughs> it sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> go clean it up. Dude. Yeah, that's all you, dude. I don't know. No, no, no. A little personal uh, business. For all y'all, Pog is, uh, is, well, tell us about Pog and that it's no longer available. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we started dabbling in seltzers. Uh, Everybody's it's, doing it. It's trendy. They're kind of fun. Um, Lower calories. Easy to make, that kind of thing. Uh, so this is pineapple orange guava. And yeah, it's, uh, and Pog is like a, it, that's like a popular thing, you know, especially down south and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of times it's passion fruit, too, so yeah. I'll say that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion fruit, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it allows us to make something that, for non-beer drinkers. Yeah. And yeah, you can't yeah. yeah. make ciders, so. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about because um, I think we we hit your beers. We we have another one to try. Yeah. The pog is obviously out and stuff like that. But let's talk about your food because um, I, in my opinion, you guys have the best burger. Thanks, man. Like it's, that. You have amazing burgers. It's it's amazing. Your burgers. Truffle tots. Truffle tots. Truffle tots. And and now you guys are offering hot dogs. Which have been amazing as well. Thanks, so, yeah. See, I haven't had a hot dog yet. I gotta get on like foot long style. Yeah. Dude, they're amazing. That's Vienna beef, man. Uh, That's the shit. Vienna beef. Like yeah, talk, talk about that. Where, where, how do you source, like, how do you find, like, because obviously your burgers are amazing, Thanks. your hot dogs are amazing. Where yeah. do you find, where do you go to find, like, this quality? Of um, well, there, there's, fortunately, there's a lot of uh, food vendors. So we use, use one company called Stevo's and, uh, I just I hit them up like yeah. you know they made the switch from standard ground beef to painted hills. So I asked them if they can bring in painted hills. Sure. They had other customers asking for it, so they brought yeah. in. Um, I talked about hot dogs. He said, "Hey man, I got Vienna beef." I was like, "I'm sold," because yeah. I love Chicago dogs. I know that that yeah. that hot dog is a great dog. Sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's just I'm I, and I'm telling you, if you guys are burger lovers or hot dog lovers, just come here because it's like they're. Literally the best burgers in my dogs. Like, it's so we did something at the Goonberger with Quick Clip and stuff. Goonberger is great, Smasher is great, Smasher. But if you want, these are like beef stuff here. Like, just yeah. it, it's different. It's, it's, it's real thick, just good, medium rare, like a just delicious. Looks really good. Mm. Delicious. So, so enjoy. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm back there for two days a week. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a good ego boost. Yeah. Yeah, over the pandemic, I had to cook, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Get the hands dirty. Oh, man, step it up. Started the brewery, pass it off, pass the torch off. 
I have seen him come sweaty to. out of the kitchen looking just as mean and ornery as any <laughs> kitchen rat I've ever seen. Yes, indeed. Life back of house is a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. So you That's know, right. It's a different life. Uh, so yeah. what do we got here? What's this? Uh, so this what's is Vandalia. Okay. Uh, Vandalia was it's actually one of the first beers that we ever made here. Um, so it's. I think Landon's still using the cold cheese, which would uh, make sense, but uh, it's just a really light body, nice beer okay. with some raspberry. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, some raspberry beer. That is yeah. the puree. The, dude, the back end of that raspberry beer. I'll tell you what, our producer Mark loves anything berry, so he's he's <laughs> yes. Doing, you want to try a little bit of mine, Mark, aka Fruit Cup? Here we go. Here we go. Mr. Fruit Cup. I told him that you were going to mm. say anything. Well, cameo. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Wait, 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 wait for the back end. Yeah. It pops. That's good. That raspberry pops at the back end. Oh, that is. Like oh, that's great. Like a bucket of raspberry. That's great. Fruit beers are hard. Berry beers must be especially hard because yeah. they are that tart sweet balance is really tight. Yeah. That is well done. That finish is real nice. You get the essence of the raspberry, but it doesn't leave me feeling like it's not like a Berliner Weiss where you get the little syrup on the side yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, is, this, is a, this might be a stupid question, but how does that work? How do you add berries to the so for us, we have to add it during fermentation. Okay. Uh, if you if you add it into the bright tank, we carbonate, clarify, get ready to package. You can end up because we don't filter, we can end up having secondary fermentation. Oh sure. So we send out a bunch of cakes, and then people are like, "Why are our cakes fusing around now? Or like cans will explode, yeah, like yeah, that." So yeah, you don't want that. So sure. we do it all in the fermenter, and we just. Put a, a shit ton in there, and that's how you get that flavor. We've had other times where we made this beer and it hasn't been as good because we didn't use as much raspberry as we should have. And playing with fruit can be hard because it depends on the harvest. You can end up with it being colored pink, yeah. not pink, and sometimes people will be like, "There's no fruit in this." Well, no, there is. Just taste it. Right? So you guys have experimented with other things besides just raspberry, or for this particular beer, no. Uh -huh. um, I think one year we did try to use uh, like a flavoring, and that was it was tossable. Like I think we dumped most of it actually. Sure. Um, so not earlier we asked beers. like how have you managed to be so persistent and succeed so long? Yeah. And I love that all of your little anecdotes include my little past reflection of an error that yeah. you learn from, right? Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. And that makes for a quality product. You paid the product. dues. Yeah. yeah. You paid the dues. You went through cool. it and made a quality product. And I think, like I said, everything I've had at Wood, I've loved. And like, you're, you're here, so you, I'm sure there's stuff that you don't like or that you're still working on. But like you said, everything is evolving. Everything constantly is changing and stuff like that. That means it's good. I look at Shell, like with the coffee culture and stuff like that. So everything's always evolving. It's, it's a, my favorite formula to follow, whether it be science, math, coffee, yeah. beer, whatever. I don't sure. brew here, but it's it's trial and error. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you try, doesn't work. Right? You try again. Oh, this is great. You know? yeah. or, or, you know, a lot of times you fail a lot. A yeah. lot before you win. Yeah. But trial and error has always been throughout my life. That's been tried and true method yeah. for me, whether whatever it may be. So it sounds like similar to coffee, just the same as uh, as, yeah. as brewing process. So uh, 
for sure. So I, I see these these um, bugs hanging around the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the interior of your place and kind of how you've got it set up. But yeah, well, these mugs right here, is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come let, me, let me see that mug. What, what do you got there? Yeah, you got, got it, buddy. Let me see that mug. And it, and it's, mug. it has your name on it. It has our, our producer, Marky Mark's name on it. Mr. Deering himself. Blew it. And then Steel Leaf, which I, I believe Steel Leaf made most of your furniture and stuff. So they're like a, a, yeah, a lot. kind of yeah. furniture design, yeah. kind of like metal work. If the camera can see behind us to the bar, they did the entire bar. Okay. Yeah, I believe you guys yeah, can see the mountain back there yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's, right that's all Steel Leaf. Steel uh, Leaf. So uh, we met Stephen early on. Um, he was just doing those handles to start with. Stephen Bloom, I believe, right? Shout out to him. I think that's his name, Stephen Bloom. Yeah. Uh, I have a phone with Steve Miller guy, but he oh, yeah, knows yeah. I love him, so he sees I did some video <laughs> for him. That's uh, what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, yeah. And so the, his first ones were chain, and he was just selling them at our places and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, somebody around here had the bright idea of like, let's do a mud club. into the leather and yeah. stuff. It's great. It's, yeah. it's an awesome idea and stuff. So how, how many members do you have in a... I think we're capped at 100. And what's, what are the benefits of membership? Uh, you get uh, the 20 ounce pour for, what is it, 5 bucks? Something like that. Um, or 5.50. Sure. I don't typically work the till, so I don't that's a that's a great deal. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a good deal. We're calling Astro Empire. There's a couple parties a year. We'll do giveaways. Like you'll uh, get your own. We had a cooler bag one year. Uh, a hydro flask, mugs, things like that. Um, and then special releases. Uh, sure. When you say you're capping a hundred, does that mean right now you're full of the mug club is is full capacity, or you have? Room for more members? Do I have to wait for Mark to lose his membership because he's probably going to act up? Or every yeah, <laughs> right now it's actually kind of restricted on our shelving we have for it. So Makes sense. I mean, that's Bob Steely, they need more shelves. Yeah, Steel. Well, yeah. yeah, it's about uh, it's about like once a day, right? So um, yeah, every year we have a renewal, and if you don't renew, then that's up. You own. You gotta own that. You own that bug, yeah. and I love that. That's yeah. actually awesome. Yeah, yeah you take your handle with you when you die. Oh, oh, baby, you did not bring it to trouble. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that curry ketchup's in there. I can see oh, that. yes sir, yes sir. So where are we at in time? Let's see. We're not at, at 40 minutes, but let's let's try some of these things. Let's get some of these. Let's get some of this down. Uh, let's get some I don't know about you guys, but I brought my talk about trusty universe. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, so before you, you have uh, so our chocolate 
tots, and uh, we use we use a uh, San Francisco company that makes truffle salt sure. with them. That it's super potent, so it gives you that flavor. Um, so it's a cook. I know all the shit. Uh, the curry ketchup is. Uh, I love the curry ketchup. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of being ketchup. a little boy in Germany. Yeah. 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 Germany. I don't so say that in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, so we make all our sauces in house besides like ketchup and mayo. So ranch is house made, the barbecue is house made. That um, ketchup curry, I wanted a jar to take home with me because I feel like it'd be so good on so many things that I, I make at home and it's just so, so good. If you want, I'll tell you how to make it. So, <laughs> it's pretty easy. Uh, it's, it's ketchup, sriracha, apple cider vinegar, a little salt, and curry powder. Yeah, I want the breakdown yeah, to yeah. be able to do the right yeah, yeah. ratio. Yeah. It's so good. So, a couple final notes, just on the like the decor and the ambiance that you guys have cultivated here. Yeah, we haven't hit on the video games or anything. I mean, so, yeah, we got pinball good. available here, and you guys have been persistent with them. We just yeah. did a pinball tournament. Yeah, we had it at Mavs, but yeah. Oh, it was at Mavs? Okay. Pinball has taken off, and you guys have yeah. kept it. That's all Devin, man. Like, yeah. he loves pinball. Like, he's, a, he's the pinball wizard. So who's the super, I mean, because you guys are famous for your bathrooms, which are plastered entirely with comic book scenes. Yeah. And uh, who, who's behind that decision? The nerd's paradise. I mean, it really is. If you want to talk D&D, look at some comics. Even, yeah. even Shadow Shinobi is, we're, we're sitting next to the Shinobi, the Sega Shinobi. We had to have that. that we used to have an arcade guy, and he, we're like, keep your eye out for Shinobi. The game's hard as shit. But it is very difficult. It is it's really difficult. It's a level three of salute. But yeah, yeah. We, and he found it. Um, I'm the geek. I would say now I'm the geek left. Matt Flynn, which was a former head rule. He was okay. a huge comic geek, too. Yeah. Um, and I'm the D&D nerd. Although Devin plays now more than we did in high school, and I don't play anymore, so there's that. But uh, yeah, we just we want everything to be fun, man. Like, you know, it's like a place that you would want to come to. That's what you want to build. It's embodying your child, your, yeah. your, your child self, but being able to drink beer, enjoy great food, and great company. And you guys think of children, you're very family friendly here. We've got an extended outside patio. Darts. With dogs. Dogs are very family friendly. How are you feeling about your family? I'll share the patio with dogs as well, by the way. So, yeah. your doggo friends, you can come out yeah. on the patio and stuff and still grab your dog here. But I have to caveat that the darts are actually just in background. It's just for tournament based stuff. That's, that makes we, sense. When we had them out here, it was just it was too dangerous. Yeah. Delta and Delta like you said, depending on how much you like your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and then screens full of sports, so no matter what, I mean, there's baseball yeah. on. I've seen soccer here. I've seen hockey here. Football every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday and Monday. We come here to watch football and stuff. So whatever you're looking for, if you're looking to get out of the house and watch, you can your tell we're having team. a hard time getting out of here and closing this up. And they, there's and just so much to talk about. They have like every so channel, so we just tell them what sports we're going to watch, and they just put it on the TV. Yeah, they'll yeah. so even yeah. watch the Cleveland Browns with you. Uh, if you're asking why, my girl turn off the Yankees. My girl loves the Cleveland Browns. I don't know what to say. Okay. About that. I'm, a, I'm yeah. a Browns fan. Me and my wife. So yeah, this has been really, really rad. What before we close, right? You think, and and we're gonna obviously do our our customer. 
What do you guys think um, as far as fall is coming in Vancouver? Uh, what are you looking for? Yeah. Right. Very fast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Huge. Actually, I want to stop the podcast just because I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do what you guys think? What are you guys looking forward to most for fall in Vancouver? And especially with, with how much it's growing and stuff like that. Like, what what is there to look forward to? I know we got some new restaurants, we got some new stuff like that. Um, what do you guys have going as far as Lewitt goes as far as fall? Uh, fall is uh, fall is coming. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, almost already here. I think it is already. Different here. beers, new natural, different beers, new uh, one-offs. Excuse me, uh, barrel-aged releases, that kind of stuff. Um, we always prepare for fall. It's a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, but football season though. So football season's up. Spice latte. I'm looking forward to um, the new grocery store in Vancouver. Yeah, that will be here soon. New buildings opening up, that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, it's it's another year, man. Like, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a good one. So, I think it's gonna uh, be good. And by the way, your 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 staff, and not to, to step over my own question, but your staff here is phenomenal. They are they're amazing people. They're amazing people. We, you know, it's like we got smart luck thing, but we try to treat our employees as family. Sometimes, I feel like I'm the brother. Sometimes as a back, like as a owner, it can backfire a little bit if you got somebody with this problem. But yeah. Uh, those people get weeded out, and we get like we have uh, Kate behind the bar right now. She's been with us Love Kate. ever. Kate, uh, Garrett, Andre, yeah, these Kate guys. Garrett is best friends with Landon Girl. Yeah, Earl, Andre, like the whole family. It's just all family. And by the way, the Mexican lager that we just tried, Andre designed the cans. Yeah, Andre's amazing artist. Get yourself some fluid right here. They got yeah. it in stock. Get yourself a four pack. Stop. So, so where is? Uh, and we'll, we'll we'll keep going too. Where, where is do it. Where, like, if people are looking for it, online and stuff like that, where is it? Oh, nice. So we're downtown Vancouver, across from the hill. Yeah. Uh, 507 Columbia right Street. 507 Columbia Street. 507. Hours of operation are pretty normal too, right? Yeah, uh, during the uh, Monday through Thursday, we're two to ten. Um, Friday through Sunday, we're noon to ten. Noon to ten. Yeah. Work in Portland, you're on your way back. Yeah. Just hook a ride real quick before the plot pantry. Pop in here, grab yourself some beer, you know, travel. And, and maybe some live music, too. Yeah. Don't drink it, okay? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you guys have done live really fun. Yeah. And if we're plugging shit, I'd say our anniversary's coming up in October. Yeah. Uh, in October. What, which, which anniversary is that? Yeah, that will be the ninth. The ninth year anniversary. Year hey, yeah. we just had ours on July 1st. And Right. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys are right. We, I think we, you were right, right on the heels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, same time. Um, That's awesome. And we have a really cool beer coming out called uh, the Nine Race, which might have a Tolkien bag to it. Wow, so, oh, okay. beer. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, cool. You guys looking forward to fall? I am looking forward to fall. I do. I do love my football, um, but I'm looking forward to. You love the Saints. I love the Browns. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to the rainy season Sorry, and getting yeah, rain getting into nice. winter and kind of like that shift that happens when this place gets a little more introspective. You you know, communities kind of draw a little closer together because it's shitty outside and you can't get be all expressive and fun. Yeah, yeah. You can be expressive and fun, but not the same way. My favorite thing is, is, is ripping out all my hoodies, oh, yeah. all my clothes. Oh, I look, I look at my summer collection. It's like I got three uh, tank tops. 
and like two pairs of shorts. I'm like, oh, great. Hoodie, hoodie yeah. season. And then hoodie season yeah. comes out. I'm, I'm like, with you, Phil. Pull out the freaking box. I'm like, oh, man, this one. I forgot about this one. You know, oh, I can't wait to wear this one. Let's this get these underbergs out. Oh, great, great, great. Hey, hey, what about you, Johnny, before we you ask the question? I did. I, I, I'm kind of with Sheldon. I love the hooded sweatshirt walks, the hooded sweatshirt bike rides, like that idea of pumpkin like, patch action. This is what it is. The pumpkin patch action. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my thing. I love it. Carving your own jack o' lantern. The Denver's been good. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Thank you so much. This has been an amazing time. Amazing food, amazing beer. Get down there. check out Lou. Have some beers. If you're staying at the Hilton, it's right across the street. <laughs>